Chapter 9 Dream Killers Be Lifted and Fly with Eagles Have you ever noticed that when you have a dream and you share it with someone close to you, they will always have a comment? Sometimes it will be a positive comment, but most of the time it will be a negative one. Why is that? Most pessimistic people do not consider themselves as being negative or dream killers. They consider themselves realist. They will often say, oh, I'm not negative. I just don't live with my head in the clouds. Or, I'm just stating the facts. Or, I like to keep things grounded or keep them real. No matter the justification, negativity is negativity. Now, I've classified a few different dream killer personality types and explained how to recognize them. The first one is Benny. Been there, done that. Now, we all have a friend like Benny, the person that has read all of the textbooks and leans on his own extensive knowledge to tell you why your dreams won't work. If he's tried something, he did not stick with the project long enough to see if it would be a success. So he discourages you from even trying because he has already been there and done that and knows exactly how it's going to turn out. Personality two is Sophie, the sourpuss. Now, habitually negative people should not be expected to suddenly be your cheerleader. In fact, unless Sophie the Sourpuss is someone you must share your plans and dreams with, such as your boss or parent or spouse, you should avoid the encounter altogether. No reason to get an unneeded dose of pessimism. Personality three is Scotty the Scorekeeper. Now, Scotty the scorekeeper may be an otherwise positive person, but harbors insecurities and jealousies. For example, you tell your best friend your dream of leaving your job and starting your own restaurant in a nearby college town. But to chase this dream, you would have to move and leave your job. You share your goal with your normally positive and supportive friend who, to your surprise, suddenly becomes negative and pokes all sorts of holes in your idea. Because his points seem to carry some weight and you value his opinion, you begin to doubt your own dream. What you may not be aware of is your friend's motive. In fact, he may not even be aware of his motive. If chasing your dream means you leave the company and become successful while he stays at the just over broke job and continues to go nowhere, he may want you to stay at his level so that you will never outshine him. Personality four is Wendy, the what's in it for me. Now, Wendy is a whiffum person. She'll discourage you from your dreams simply because the success in your dreams does not benefit her in any way. Now, it's totally selfish. It's a myopic view, yet prevalent. 
However, Wendy the Whiffum may actually be very supportive of your dream, but only because they want something from you and will gladly toss you aside once they get what they want. Though it may be difficult to spot a Whiffum, their true colors always eventually show. You just have to remain vigilant and aware. Don't let them have the last word. Here are a few tips on how to disarm and defuse the dream killers in your world. Step one, stop sharing your dreams and keep your mouth closed. Write down your dreams and review them daily until you have successfully launched the plan. Step two, locate a mentor or a coach. Sometimes a total stranger will offer more insight and can actually assist you in reaching your goals. Step three, be lifted and fly with eagles. Birds of a feather flock together. Spend most of your time with those who think like you and have aspirations that you want to emulate. They will give you the momentum to stay focused and keep your dreams alive. Now, as I was writing about dream killers and how to be lifted and fly with eagles, I found this passage and it touched my heart and I want to share it with you. It states, have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's Isaiah 40, 28 through 31. Now the prophet Isaiah asked, haven't you heard? Don't you know? God wants to make a difference in your life. You don't have to struggle along in life to hang on or get by until the Lord returns. The eagle has long been a symbol of strength, power, and majesty, and that's exactly what your life should be. You are not called to live the life of a chicken, settling for a pen of limitation. Living in dirt, scratching around, and trying to be happy with worms. You are not called to live as a vulture, devouring, stealing, and living off dead things. You are not to be like a cuckoo bird, refusing to build a nest, laying eggs for others to care for and raise. You are not a parrot repeating what others have said or done. God did not call you to live life as a canary, looking cute, sounding pretty, but going nowhere and doing nothing. 
content to read whatever newspaper page happens to get put in your cage. Your destiny is not that of an ostrich, fearfully hiding your head in the sand. You are not to live like a crow, making lots of noise, destroying other crows young and pestering and annoying those around you. No, you are called to live the life of an eagle. Let's talk about the life of an eagle. Eagles only eat live food. They do not eat dead things. Be sure you are eating like an eagle, fresh meat from God's word. Eagles build lasting relationships. An eagle has one mate for life, builds one nest, and lives there all of its life. You will never succeed without lasting relationships. Build relationships with those who want to live on the same level that you do. Eagles have great vision. God wants you to have good vision to see life biblically from his perspective. Proverbs 22 and 9 states, he who has a bountiful eye will be blessed. Is your eye bountiful? Do you see opportunity, potential and great things in your future? Or do you envision only limited potential? Eagles don't have a flock mentality. If you are to be a person of godly influence, you can't have a flock mentality. If everyone is doing it, then that pretty much guarantees you shouldn't be doing it. You can't hang out with a flock of chickens and expect to live like an eagle. Eagles face storms fearlessly. The eagle is one of the few birds that do not fear the storms. The eagle adjusts its wing feathers for maximum altitude and lets the storm carry him high above it. Eagles have a clear membrane that protects their vision when they fly at high speed and when they are in battle or in a storm. An eagle fearlessly flies through a storm because it keeps its vision. If you keep the right perspective in a storm, then the pressures and challenges of life will work out for you. Learn to face storms with vision instead of emotion. You have only three options in a storm. You can either hide from it, be destroyed by it, or you can rise above it. The one who lives like an eagle faces problems and challenges and keeps rising higher. Eagles flee from serpents. A serpent is dangerous to an eagle. An eagle will do anything possible to avoid a battle with the serpent. If you are wise like an eagle, you won't play games with your enemies. Flee from the serpent. Do not deliberately put yourself in places where you can be tempted. Eagles constantly renew themselves. Focus on good, healthy, and righteous things to renew your mind. Eagles are constantly cleaning their feathers and pulling out any that are ruffled or damaged.
If you find yourself surrounded by dream killers, adjust your attitude for maximum altitude and rise up to a new level of living. Live life as if it was intended and fly with eagles. Now, it's a fact. There is a higher level of life. And the reality is you can live there. But the choice is yours. Will you fly with eagles 